Tomorrow we begin the first day of the new liturgical year, but as a gift to you, my followers, I want to share with you how to enter into a new reality with Jesus. Interiorly, put on Christ. Dress like Christ. Adorn yourself interiorly with a mind of truth, choosing daily purity of your inside thoughts, respecting the body, respecting the body of others, protecting what you see with your eyes, your ears, and what you say with your mouth. My brothers and sisters, we need to always be on guard. Be of good cheer and setting forth a good example of how we should be living in Christ Jesus because people are watching us. Um, we are constantly being watched by what we say, by what we do, and we're being judged not only by God in the final day, but even now. Placing ourselves in his total care, trusting he has our very best interests at heart, Believing 100% he has and he will use his power to care for us from the womb to the tomb. All we have to do is live in him and our lives will fall into place. And his most perfect plan for our very lives have been chosen. Yet to be revealed, but have been chosen. No plan could ever be greater, more meaningful, more purposeful more precious in the eyes of God than his great plans for us. We belong to him for all eternity. We cannot fully grasp God's reality because it is much too rich for us. His reality reveals, revolves around goodness, greatness, perfection in our spirit and our very soul. Placing our Lord high up on a pedestal in our lifetime is key. Key to the very riches of obtaining heaven and living fully, living genuinely to our fullest potential. And I think we get robbed of that when we take our eyes off of Jesus. Can't do that. So when we keep our eyes on Jesus, this is greatly pleasing to Jesus. Living in Christ, we must establish a genuine relationship with him. How do we get to know our Lord, the creator of every living person and every living thing on this planet? We seek him out. How do we do that? We do that by intimate prayer. Our thoughts, our desires, our hopes for the future should be our number one desire. Start with an examination of your daily thoughts and end each evening with a small heart-to-heart -heart personal prayer. Keep it simple. He, our Lord, knows everything about you. Try to listen more to the way he responds to your prayer, for God truly comes to us in the greatest silence. Take notes, I encourage you. Leave a journal on your bedside. His thoughts will come to you in the silence of the night. God's experiences will also begin and you will see his hand and you will not want to miss a single moment of documenting it.
His love for you is great and mature. And we want to have that kind of love being given from us to others in our relationships. Our Lord will give you an amazing gift, the power of his grace. And that gracious gift will bring you new life, new meaning, new purpose as a Christian trying to walk, rock solidly in Christ and his loving presence. He right now walks with you even as I write this and as you listen. In Christ's presence, we are kept safe. We are shielded from harm and we avoid all evil. His mother Mary covers us also in her holy mantle, for we are one in them, a family unit, a bond for eternal life, made of strong values that are first and foremost Christian values that bring us closer to living simply and interiorly in Christ. Jesus and his Holy Mother loves us so much, and as we learn to conform to their ways over our very own, we realize we are much better off following the pattern of holiness that keeps us from sin and keeps us sacred and focused on building Christian character. Our own Christian character is the greatest contribution we can give back to God and back to society. God himself would greatly approve of it. The path toward living, truly living in Christ, isn't easy. It's challenging because we have to live a sacrificial life. How do we do that? We sacrifice the things that we want so others can have more. Just small acts of kindness, fasting from the foods that we love to eat and overindulge in is another good example. Going out to a restaurant every week is another example. You know, cutting back on what we want and doing what God would want for others. That's sacrificial. A life that is known only in Christ in its inception, it is in a way a rebirth. We become alive again a second time in Christ, not only in infancy, at our baptism, but in our adult life after we make our confirmation Christ and Mary, the mother of God, guides us towards a greater disciplined life. We look back on the precious or the previous way of life we were living. But now we are taking a harder look with honest eyes at who we were in our upbringing, in our formative years, whether as a child, as a teen, as a young adult, the choices that paved our road to where we are now. I question, did we find Jesus? And I question this, did Jesus find us? And what did we do about it? We have an important part to play in this our lifetime, so let's get started and not waste a single heartbeat. After all, our heart beats only for Christ, and only Christ wills it. Did you know that you were given the heart of Christ? I bet you never thought about it, but you were. You were given a heart of love as Christ loved his holy mother church, as Father Patrick O'Doherty would say. 
That's a lot of love right there. How did you use that great gift of love living inside of you? Keep in mind, if you didn't use it for the greater glory of God, it's never too late to relearn about the loving heart of Christ living in you personally. If you want to see and hear God more clearly, you can ask him to reveal his love and to reveal himself by inviting him back into the interior relationship that is so critical and so necessary for us as Catholics to be growing in. When we are united in Christ, a richfulness of love overflows in us and through us, all for his greater glory. We do not hoard his love. In essence, we embrace it and we give it away. When we are alive in Christ, all is well. We need nothing else. Christ suffices. He is all in all. He is our great joy, our greatest joy in our deepest sorrow. His love for us stands the test of time. We all love outside of his love when we all love outside of his love and it is faded. God's love in all the more stronger, all the more lovelier, his love for us never dies. It magnifies itself within us. It's illuminative and greater than a volcanic fire. No one and nothing could ever quench the fire of love he has for us. His love is refined like the purest of gold. His love holds more value than any currency. Christ's love is invaluable, living in you and living in me. He is priceless. I believe Christ thinks of us in that same light. He believes we're priceless. Otherwise, he wouldn't have created us in his greatness and his likeness. He created us out of his own image, and greater is he that is in you that is in the world. Another favorite scripture of mine. You are of the likeness of Christ, working your way through your purgation and purifying process because God is love, and his love and holiness must be presented in a world that falls prey to the darkness. Your light and my light must shine like the stars, so that all hearts and minds are illumined to think like Mary and live like Jesus. Our work is certainly cut out for us, my brothers and sisters. And today is a great day, the last day of the liturgical year, and tomorrow is the beginning of the new liturgical year. It's a great time to be reflecting and meditating upon this and begin that lovely process of knowing Jesus first and loving Jesus first in a world before we go out into it. We want to make a first great impression of our Lord by imitating him and imitating his mother because having their love first guide all of humanity on the road to eternity is key. We begin with loving Jesus as he loved us. We must love him back. We must be humble. We must be open to his greater plans for our future. And sometimes that requires denying our own because sometimes we think something's good for us and it ends up being the total opposite of what we thought. It is then when we enter into holiness, the treasure, the pursuit of happiness, and when the presence of God is revealed beautifully throughout all the earth by his creation, you and me, 
The formula is so simple, and yet so many go rejecting the first love that ever was. That will never be again. We have to pray for these souls, my brothers and sisters. This is very serious. We have to pray for the souls that have yet to know Jesus Christ, have yet to know Mother Mary, have yet to know the faith. They are going to be left behind. And, and this is why this podcast is so important. I believe in my heart that God wants me to do this and to speak to everyone today is to challenge each and every one of us. If we know of anybody that is thirsting for the Lord but have lost their way, we bring them back with scripture. We bring them back with our prayers first and foremost before we even speak to them. And then we ask God to guide the rest of the way. And I know he will because he loves us all and he wants us all to be with him together forever. The world will be renewed, my brothers and sisters. The world will be reclaimed. It will be holier. It will be happier. It will be hungering more for the greatness that comes from our God. The joy that was meant to be will come and enter into all hearts that were once hardened by sin. Christ will draw all hearts closer to him and his unity will be great and his followers will be many and peace will emerge and faith among all will reign upon the faithless and the brokenhearted. My brothers and sisters, this is today's podcast for you. I hope that you at least take maybe one pearl of wisdom and apply it to your life. All my prayers go out to you and your loved ones this day. I wish you a very beautiful new year in Christ and may he bestow upon you the best year ahead. Amen.